Our reading today in the New Testament. October 25th, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 22. And so I, Paul, solemnly urge you, Timothy, before God and before Christ Jesus, who will someday judge the living and the dead when he appears to set up his kingdom. Preach the word of God. Be persistent. Whether the time is favorable or not, patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to right teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever they want to hear. They will reject the truth and follow strange myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at bringing others to Christ. Complete the ministry God has given you. As for me, my life has already been poured out as an offering to God. The time of my death is near. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. And I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness that the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that great day of His return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to His glorious return. Please come as soon as you can. Demas has deserted me because he loves the things of this life and has gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia, and Titus has gone to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Bring Mark with you when you come, for he will be helpful to me. I sent Tychicus to Ephesus. When you come, be sure to bring the coat I left with Carpus at Troas. Also bring my books, and especially my papers. Alexander the coppersmith has done me much harm, but the Lord will judge him for what he has done. Be careful of him, for he fought against everything we said. The first time I was brought before the judge, no one was with me. Everyone had abandoned me. I hope it will not be counted against them. But the Lord stood with me and gave me strength that I might preach the good news in all its fullness for all the Gentiles to hear. And he saved me from certain death. Yes, and the Lord will deliver me from every evil attack and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To God be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila and those living at the household of Onesiphorus. Erastus stayed at Corinth. And I left Trophimus sick at Miletus. Hurry so you can get here before winter. Eubulus sends you greetings, and so do Pudens, Linus, Claudia, and all the brothers and sisters. May the Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you all. Every single one of us can start the day off with prayer. Amen? You can. Now, you may not, but you can. Before you get out of bed, you ought to be talking to God. You don't know whether you're going to be able to get back in that bed again or not. Life is uncertain, and yet God is so certain. He wants prayer to be a priority in your life. The right time for prayer is not found. It is made. You've got to make up your mind. I'm going to do this. This is a priority. People find time to do what they want to do. If you're in love with someone, you'll find time to call them. And you won't be in a hurry to hang up. 
Morning is a good time to pray. Jesus, the Bible says, a great while before it was day, he rose up to pray. Nobody prayed like Jesus. Jesus sometimes spent the whole night in prayer. And you think, if anybody didn't need to pray, I mean, Jesus sort of had a hotline to heaven. Why would he need to pray? But he prayed like nobody ever prayed. Matter of fact, the Bible says when the disciples saw Jesus pray, Luke 9, 29, he prayed and the appearance of his face was altered and his robe became white and glistening. So, start your day and say, Lord, help me today through the Holy Spirit to abide in you, to keep you in my thoughts. Now, first of all, you know how much more peace it'll bring you? So many things you worry about and you just think, Lord, take that away from me. Sometimes you got thoughts coming in your mind. You think, nobody should think those thoughts, let alone a Christian. Say, Lord, cleanse my mind. Uh, or you'll see other people that you sense have a need and the Holy Spirit will nudge you and it's like you're in communion with God, the Spirit, with your mind. Don't you want that? Well, you're walking with God. You wake up in the morning and you ask the Lord to give you direction for your life uh, and to help you and strengthen you, to give you wisdom. And you think about this. Think about it in any given day how many times you and I need to ask Him to give us direction and help us to strengthen us, to give us guidance, to provide something we need. That's what Paul means when he says, pray without ceasing. It's a way of life. It's a part of our daily life. We go to bed at night praying. We wake up praying. We are praying all during the day about different things that concern us. And when we wake up in the middle of the night, we ought to think about Him. Lord, is there something you want to say to me? Do you want to get me ready for something tomorrow that I'm not aware of? Each morning, consecrate yourself to God for that day. Surrender all of your plans to Him to be carried out or given up, as His providence will indicate. Thus, day by day, you may be giving your life into the hands of God, and thus your life will be molded more and more after the life of Christ. How are we transformed into the image of God? Through communion with him. And Paul said to the Romans, listen to this, devote yourself to prayer. Devote yourself to prayer means you set aside time for it. You're serious about it. It is a priority in your life. Devote yourself to prayer. Give it an uninterrupted time. Think clearly about what you're talking to God about. Be serious about it not something you add on. You see, for m most people, prayer is an add-on. It's, it's an add-on to doing this, doing that, doing that, and before I go to bed, I want a little quick prayer. No, you've got to give Him time. You've got to have a relationship with Him. And so when He says, devote yourself to prayer, devote yourself means you set us at a time. That is, the priority of prayer means I place importance on it, I place a position, it's first in my life, and prayer is the most important thing we do. Talking to God, the sovereign God of the universe, who has all power and all knowledge, who knows what you think and what you feel and what you're going to ask before you ask it. In the Christian life, there are three rules. You know what they are? Prayer prayer, prayer. It's the foundation of every blessing and all that we need. 
prayer must be important. It's mentioned over 300 times in the Bible. So we ought to give attention to the things that God makes a priority of. Prayer is an expression of faith in God. Prayer is thanking God instead of complaining. Prayer is rejoicing, accepting, and appropriating grace into my life each and every day. One day we're going to see our Lord Jesus Christ face to face. And friend, we don't want Him to be a stranger when we see Him. Oh no. We want to be walking with Him in fellowship and in prayer, making a priority of prayer until we see Jesus Christ again. You see, Jesus begins by telling us men ought always to pray. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17 tells us pray without ceasing. And as we often have learned, when times are good, it's very easy for us to just forget.